Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. And they're a dying breed, Jim Kelly. One less strip club soon in London, Ontario, allowed to operate at uh, yesterday's Community and Protective Services Committee meeting. Renewal of the adult entertainment license for the East End location that housed Famous Flesh Gordons was up to debate. Members voted unanimously to recommend removing the Dundas Street site from the roster of approved locations for adult entertainment. Had a good run, but <laughs> Flesh Gordons is done. Never been. And you know who I'm assuming we're going to find out here is pretty happy about that. Uh, the staff over at Lynn's Bakery and Deli, which is located in the same plaza where Flesh Gordon's was located. And AJ is uh, part of the family that owns that business. He's on the phone. Good morning, AJ. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good, man. Uh, congratulations. You guys uh, not only got this news, but also, did you not purchase the entire plaza? Yeah, my uh, my parents purchased the plaza uh, back in October last year. So, yeah, it's exciting news around here, that's for sure. Right on. What a headache dealing with this, eh? Uh, it's been a long time coming. It's just uh, we're, we're just very happy to see things going forward. And, uh, you know, we, we, look, we look forward to nothing but good things to come. So There wasn't just a Flash Gordon's, the strip club in the plaza next to the deli. There was also a, a body rub parlor, too, oh, wasn't dear. there? Sure. Yeah, lots of things going on. <laughs> sure. There was also a really good bakery, shop. too. A really good bakery, right? Did, so would you see people pull into the parking lot and you guys kind of like would be like, oh, for sure they're not coming in for our buns. They're going next door to get their buns there. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a lot of things going on, but most of most of the stuff happened in the evenings once we were closed, so it wasn't really a huge, uh, um, you know, it wasn't a huge factor for, for, for us. It was just a... It's just, it's just uh, you know, unfortunately, just something that had to be next door for a little bit. So we're looking forward to the changes. I will say, AJ, I have driven past here. You got a beautiful sign out front there, Lynn's uh, Bakery and Deli. And I've thought of stopping in there a number of times. But I was concerned that people would see me in the parking lot and assume that I was going into one of the other establishments yeah. in the plaza. Mm-hmm. Now that that is, is not possible... Later today, I'm coming out to buy some uh, sandwich meat and some buns from you. How does that sound? Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm looking forward to it. It's funny because uh, back in the day, I'm sure people used it the other way around for, uh, for, for their family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just get a dozen donuts. As long as you came home with some salami and a oh, bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it is kind of funny how a lot of the stuff you sell is, is kind of foul. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it is. <laughs> now, now only the, uh, the, the right kind of salami for sale there yeah. and, and the right kind of buns. Okay, well, AJ, thanks for coming on. Congratulations again. And uh, I'll stop by the plaza later today and get some food for dinner tonight, okay? Perfect. Don't be a stranger. Come say hi. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn's Bakery in Delhi. Now uh, the owners of uh, the plaza that used to house famous Flesh Gordons. Now infamous Flesh Gordons because it no longer exists and doesn't look like another strip club is going to be going into that area. It's Wednesday, August the 14th, 2019, and let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on with Taz and Jim. Hey, talking about uh, bringing up things from the past, you said the date. It's the uh, 16-year anniversary of that uh, North American blackout today. Is it really? Hmm. Yeah. 
And whose fault was it? Everyone was blaming each other for that one. Wasn't it Niagara Falls or something? Yeah, power grid or mm-hmm. someone yeah. spilled coffee. It was it was whoever the Jim Kelly of that power plant uh, was. <laughs> I'm sure spilling coffee on the yeah. equipment and shorting out the entire country. I was going to say the Homer Simpson, but maybe the Jim Kelly. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say the Homer Simpson too, the nuclear power plant. Do you remember where you were when the power went out, Taz? Oh, no, sure. do you? Yeah. Where were you? I was in Arthur, the Arthur area, building a bridge, and all the lights were out, and it was chaos. Where were you? Talking to me? Yeah. Uh, I was 18. I was at home, just went out in the street and partied with the other 18-year-old. <laughs> I was living in Kingston, Ontario. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was like, in to, Kingston. To be honest, it didn't seem like a big deal until you turned on the radio. Like, every everything was normal. Light, lights go out all the time. I just remember we were just going about our day, but every radio station was saying, oh, this blackout is as far as, you know, New York or whatever. And But it didn't really affect my life that much. You should post it on the Facebook there and just say, hey, where were you? Or where yeah. Were you? Just get the whole, uh, everybody talking about it. It's kind of relaxing. I, I like the idea of a blackout. Yeah, sort of like great. rolling blackouts just through the summer to calm people down. Yeah. yeah the, the thing now is, it doesn't. if there's a blackout, it doesn't really matter. Uh, you can still watch TV or movies on your iPad as long as it's charged. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's got their cell phones. You can listen to the radio in your car. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you just... Electricity is so overrated, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. More blackouts. It's like all of North America camping for a couple hours. Yeah, or just so nobody can go on Twitter for a day. Uh, Wouldn't would it be, be nice? So nice. <laughs> I guess if you were having open heart surgery <laughs> when the blackout hit, not as much fun. They've got generators. They're still gasoline, oh, yeah. diesel. Oh, hope know. so. Yeah. <laughs> Fire up the generator. I don't know what I'm touching here. <laughs> <laughs> Jello? Yeah, this was the anniversary of the uh, the big North American blackout, Jim. Yeah, 50 million people lost power across Ontario and eight U.S. states. Uh, apparently, Ontario workers lost 18.9 million hours of employment, and uh, manufacturing areas in Ontario dropped about $2.3 billion wow. because of the blackout. And we were talking, whose fault is it? Was it Canada's? America immediately tried to bl- blame Niagara Falls. But I guess after they researched it, the roots traced back to a bunch of events that happened in o- Ohio. It was super hot, and some, some, tr- tr- some lines... Everything was strained, and then these transmission lines dipped towards these trees, and that caused a chain reaction of all these other um, power plants had to take on the load from Ohio, and then a bunch of failures happened, so it was just like a chain of events that happened and caused it. Comedian Tom Segura is in town tonight over at Centennial Hall. Very funny guy. He's really blown up over the past couple of years. Uh, he's got some great podcast material. He's been touring a lot. Some uh, some comedy specials since the one where he mentions London, Ontario. Yes, that's right. Uh, he's got a Netflix special, and one of his uh, his bits focuses on this town. I was in uh, London, Canada. Um, they have one. And doesn't that kind of bother you a little bit? Like when a barely city is like, let's just name it after an awesome city. <laughs> 
and they have the nerve to ask you, like, how do you like London? The real one or this turd you put in a dress? Because <laughs> L.A. comedian Tom Segura has a uh, new special on Netflix. It's called Mostly Stories. In it, he talks about London, Ontario. Crazy. He joins us on the phone. How you doing, Tom? Doing great, man. Missing um, missing the, the other London right now. Wish I was there with you. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for making fun of us, Tom. But, you know, making fun of something or a place, that's just a form of affection. Yeah, it's like that's flirting when you're a kid. Totally. You What's make that? fun of the girl you have a crush on in elementary school, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah, you're like, look at this ugly, stupid girl. And then you love her. Yeah, of course. And I had the best time there. I should say this, you know. I mean, all the the jokes aside, when I when I did go there, you know, everybody was so nice to me, and I did a show there. I feel like it was somewhere in a mall. I think it was a Fox and the Fiddles. That sound that sounds familiar. familiar. Yeah, that might be it. I think it was there, and they, you know, they had people sitting on the ground where everybody was so nice, and then I'm sitting there making fun of you guys like it was the worst place. But I actually had a great time. <laughs> well, the, the reception's going to be a lot different next time you're here, Tom. <laughs> There's a strip club named Beef. I mean, can you even wrap your head around the confidence a young lady has to have just to audition at Beef? Like, just to be like, I know they're hiring at Diamonds, but I'm more of a Beef girl. Like that is. What about the Beef? Let's let's get to the Beef here. Which, let's get to it. It's a gentleman's club in town. You say in, in the stand-up special that you just drove past beef. Is that true? That part is true. And I'll tell you this, you know, I mean, somebody was driving me, and I thought I saw it, and then they confirmed that my vision was working <laughs> and that it was, in fact, beef. And I was like, dude, there's a, it's, a, it's a strip club named Beef? And he goes, yeah. I go, that is the worst name I've ever heard for a strip club. And I did say, maybe we should check it out. <laughs> and he was like, nah, we don't want to go there. And he, he was, a, you know, a local. And we were, like I said, we were heading back to Toronto. So it was kind of one of those things where it was, I could only then imagine it. In other words, right. you know, I, I didn't get the experience, but, you know, I wish I had had, uh, obviously, for the story. But I don't act like I went. I didn't go, so I, I didn't say I went. But um, what is it like? I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you've been there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been there once or twice. Jim, you've been there yeah, as well. Yeah, it's a pretty wild place. I went there with a couple buddies, oh, and wow. uh, a friend went back for a dance and came back after the stripper cut her foot on broken glass. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Somebody told me that it's... I didn't realize that it's actually the Beef Baron. It's the the Beef Baron. It, I saw your Twitter feed kind of blew up, too, because people, I guess, all over North America who have been watching your, your Netflix special, they kind of thought you might be making this up, so they were, like, Google-earthing yeah. beef and finding yeah. the strip club uh, street view and posting it on your Twitter feed. It's been... It, it's, it has continued to blow up. I mean, it's, like, it's pretty much daily, hourly... Oh my God! You weren't making that up. That's hmm. all I see. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely saw it. We're talking to comedian Tom Segura. Come back to London. You got to try and, and come into the studio live. We'd love to have you, and uh, we'll take you out to to Beef as well. I got treat. See you now. I have to go. You no, have to. There's no way. <laughs> beef is the name. Fart is a better name for a strip club. Somebody was like, 
you want to go to a strip club? It's called Fart. I'll be like, no, I don't want to go there. There's another one called Beef. All right, let's check out Fart. <laughs> There's some cops in Toronto who are on a, in a little bit of trouble here, Jim. Yeah. Because of something they took from a drug dealer during a, a big bust. Yeah, they busted this guy, um, and then he had a bunch, and they found a bunch of drugs on him. They raided his house and his storage locker. So when they went to his storage locker, one of the officers spotted a meter-tall wooden Scarface statue, Tony Montana, with like a Tommy gun in his hands. Is there a picture of it there? Uh, Let's see. Right there. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's, he's got the suit it's on. painted and everything. Yeah. Like he's got the black suit with the white collar. and It would catch your attention. Absolutely. So uh, they stole the statue because they wanted it, or at least one officer took it, and they all vouched for him and all lied and said, no, we didn't steal a statue, but the drug dealer was adamant telling his lawyer, they stole my Tony Montana statue. So the <laughs> lawyer started doing some work. She was able to obtain the video footage uh, at the police headquarters. I think later that day and they saw one of the officers walking in with something that they couldn't identify. It was under a blanket or something. And it was about a meter, about a meter, meter long. They confronted him and they're like, where'd you get that? It came back from the storage locker. So what, what was it? He's like, oh, there was a space heater outside the storage locker that said free on it. So I took it because I needed it for home. And all the the police officers were like, yeah, that's what it was. And then obviously the lawyer kept on digging and they eventually busted the cops. And all four of them admitted, yeah, we were lying. The four officers who lied about stealing the Scarface statue from a drug dealer after they busted him in court. All four officers had to resign from their jobs because of this. (sighs) You know, like, it's such a stupid, stupid <laughs> to thing. To throw your career away. Yeah, but it's also it's also amazing how many, like, police officers do something very, like, seemingly worse, worse than, than that. that. Like, looking up somebody's information and stalking them or something like that, and then yeah. they get, like, six days no pay. These guys stole a stupid statue. Yes, they lied about it. Yes, they should get in trouble, but it's just funny that this cost four people their jobs. They should let uh, let the guy who stole the statue keep it, though. He has to, as part of his punishment, he has to keep that Scarface statue in his living room. To remind him? Just to remind <laughs> him what a stupid mistake he made. <laughs> That's probably why the drug dealer had it in his storage locker, because his drug dealer wife was like, uh, no, 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 that is not going in our living room. What is Tony Montana doing in the guest's room? <laughs> A little on the nose for that drug dealer, don't you think? <laughs> to, <laughs> to advertise? Yeah. You're a drug dealer. Is it the smartest idea if you're looking to avoid getting caught to have a meter tall statue of Tony Montana <laughs> from Scarface in your possession? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the cannibal who got arrested. Ah, oh, geez. How'd you find me, guys? Nah, you got a six foot statue of Jeffrey Dahmer in your front yard. <laughs> it wasn't too difficult. I, I was golfing yesterday, and I want to give a shout-out to our friends at um, Fanshawe College. Thank you for inviting me out. I, I'm an alumni of Fanshawe, the radio broadcasting program there, and I was, I'm excited. I always love being asked to do stuff with the college because uh, my, I, my professors and my instructors when I was at radio school, 
they never thought I would graduate. So. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see any of them there? No, never, no. no. Uh, some of them are, are no longer with us. I got along with everybody, but I was a bit of a, a jokester <laughs> in the... Uh, in the program hey, there. Hey, and if you want to be on the radio, stop all this joking nonsense and focus. Take this a little more seriously there. What kind of stupid name is Taz? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's it's kind of like redemption to be mm-hmm. invited back to these Fanshawe College events now. And it was hot. Like, we were out there and we, we were all sweating. But it's amazing to see the different ways that people sweat. I am a total head sweater. Yeah. It comes out of my forehead. My my pits don't get too bad anymore. It's like all the sweat comes out of my forehead, and it's just running down my face. So I have to have the rag out, and I'm, yeah. I'm toweling off constantly. Without the rag, you look like the scene from Airplane where he's trying to land the plane at the end, and there's just like sweat. <laughs> Pouring down the front of the face. <laughs> I know, and I don't have any hair. Like, all those guys have hair to absorb the sweat yeah. a little bit. It makes a big difference. When you're bald, the sweat from the top of your head just rolls right down into your face. Anyways, but I, I'm not going to say who. A couple of the other guys had patches in their on their chest. Yeah. Other guys were back sweaters. Yeah. Like, I, would rather, I would rather be a back sweater than a face sweater because people aren't really looking at your back while they're talking to you. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the face sweating, it's like, what are you, nervous? What are you hiding from? You know what I mean? It looks like sketchy. Yeah. You're, you're just a little warm. You're going through the security at the airport. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're putting on the rubber glove asking you to bend over because this guy's got to be smuggling <laughs> something. Spe- speaking <laughs> Look at of, how much he's sweating. Yeah, speaking of where the, the sun don't shine, I, I don't know if you've noticed before, but people have called me uh, uh, on the golf course this in the past. Certain shorts that I wear, if they're like yeah. light blue or brown, your, I will your get... khaki shorts, Jim. Yeah. I have noticed i will get like the crack will be there will be Defined. a line of of, of yeah. wetness that's where you sweat it's bad mm-hmm. and because you're sitting on that leather seat on the golf cart you know what i mean and gotta start golfing in depends buddy <laughs> oh. <laughs> and i'm gonna have to start wearing depends on my head <laughs> on my head what the hell <laughs> <laughs> I'll wear a hat over top of yeah. them, obviously. Yeah, it's a big beanie. I, I don't want to look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've changed the name of the game. It is called Whose Offspring's That? <laughs> For Offspring tickets, we are going to give you the name of a famous person from history. And you have to tell us whose offspring they are. So name at least one of their parents. Ryan, are you up for the challenge? Let's do it. First celebrity, Sammy Davis Jr. Whose offspring is that? Oh, man. Sammy Sammy Davis Jr. Okay, can I pass on that one? Yeah, you can pass. There you go. Okay, tough one. Okay, you got to name at least one of their parents. Whose offspring is that? Vlad Guerrero Jr. Vlad Guerrero Sr. Yes, you got that one. Robert Downey Jr. Need, need at least one of his parents' names. Oh, my. Whose offspring is that? Robert Downey Jr. Oh my! I have no idea. That's that's. Another passing on that one. Okay. Next one. Next one is Martin Luther King Jr. 
Oh, my God. I'm terrible at this. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Nothing? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. okay, you want to, let's oh, try one let's, for four. Let's try this again. So you got Vlad Guerrero Jr. His dad is Vlad Guerrero. Uh, let's yeah. try Sammy Davis Jr. again. Oh, Sammy Davis Senior. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Now what about Robert Downey Jr.? Uh, Robert Downey Senior. Yeah. Oh my God. There we go. Whose offspring is that? Is the name of the game. It's not that difficult. Martin no, Luther not. King Jr. Okay, Martin Luther King Sr. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're on a hot streak now. Wow. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> How big of a knob do you feel like right now? A little bit, little bit. Yeah. Right so, now, you know, if you didn't, if if you didn't, didn't get, get any, any yeah. but you got the one. Which you makes got it one. Amazing. You figured it out once. <laughs> It's not like it's uh, Monday or anything. It's halfway through the week here, Ryan. I, I just woke up. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, we got, we, got, we got a bonus question. Okay. Whose okay. offspring is that? Jesus. God. Jesus, God, I don't know. Yes. We, we Jesus Sr. We would, we yeah, would have, okay, have accepted God, Mary, or Joseph. Would you accept it, Joseph? Yeah, Joseph didn't do much. You're right. He could be considered a dad, but an off the offspring of he's a stepfather. Yes, and a great one. One of the best (laughs) of all time, for sure. Hey, Ryan, you knucklehead! Congratulations. (laughs) Thanks, There we go, buddy. You had to embarrass yourself a bit, but you are going to see the offspring at Bud Light Park Jam on September seventh. If you want to buy tickets to the show, all the details on the concert page at fm96.com. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or fm96.com.